Hey, Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug here talking all things Disney. And Doug, before we dive into your recent Disney Dream Cruise, which looked magical, and I'm still jealous. Dream, I'm still jealous about. We do got to jump into some news real quick because something very interesting was just posted this week that I think our listeners would be uh, curious to hear, and that's D23 is not mm. when it's supposed to be. It's moved back no. a few weeks. Yeah, it's uh, and and what could that mean, Doug? I don't know. I like to read a lot into this, so it's. Now going to take place in 2019 on August 23rd through the 25th. That is a weekend in case you're uh, frantically trying to plan how to go. And it's in Anaheim at the convention center right there by Disneyland. Yeah, so it's back a few weeks. And what's supposed to open in 2019? Could that be Star Wars? Maybe. I'm reading the same thing you are, Ah, Doug, that they had to push it back because – I think D23 is going to be really big this next year. Oh, yeah. And uh, they want to have both parks hopefully open with Star Wars that they can actually discuss a little bit more about how they're doing. Maybe maybe even early talks of expansion. But I think that's a good indicator on what Disney's trying to do. Uh, So the May and June timelines are looking a little bit better. Yeah, I'm thinking it. Uh, latest that would mean to me is that maybe Star Wars opens at D23, which sounds like the worst thing no, they could I, do I from an operation see, no. standpoint. Yep. But their marketing teams sometimes make decisions that aren't good for operations. But that might mean that we're getting soft openings in June, July, mm-hmm. maybe an opening by August 1st, and then poof, there's D23. So I don't know. This might work out better for my schedule. We'll see. I don't know. I kind of want to go to Disney World's version of Galaxy Edge over Lands. I don't know why that is. They're the same, but I'd I'd rather see World's version first. No matter where you go, I will be with you. I know we talked about going to D23. I think this time might be on hold. Maybe we'll I, postpone uh, it a few few years. And, Star Wars, uh, more Star Wars is more important than D23. We can I watch it online anyway. Yeah, you get all the announcements and everything. It's really fun. Twitter is a great place to wonderful place. Hang out with D23. You know, and uh, Michelle's agency always has a booth at the expo. So if you do go, you can stop by and say hi to the MEI people. Michelle always has a chance to work it and she always says, "Eh, no thanks." She could, and then secretly pass out rope drop radio cards. She could, she could. However, I believe they share the booth with Lou Mangello. I know so they I do. Don't know, I yep, don't know. I've seen pictures. That, that won't go well, over well. Very secretly, he shouldn't care. I don't think we're a threat. I, I don't. Not yet. Yes. Our numbers are, are continuing to grow, and uh, every so month we're you. getting more and more. Yeah, thank you very much for listening. If this is your first time, welcome to Rope Drop Radio. And tonight we are talking about 
Doug's recent trip, so a little trip report, Disney Dream, not long enough, Doug, but still you got to enjoy Castaway and uh, the other things. It was three or four nights? Three nights. Three, um, only the, the three nights. So the Disney Dream currently sells three nights, four nights, three nights, four nights, over and over and over again, which is great for new cruisers, people with limited time to get away, because the Dream is a fantastic ship. And this we is your third time on it. Third time on the Dream. We've been on all four ships. So uh, first time back on the Dream class ships, the larger, newer ships, we our last two cruises were on the Wonder and the Magic. So we pulled up to Port Canaveral and just looked up at her. It's like, oh, yeah, she's she is big. And we remember when we went on the Magic the first time, I remember pulling up and, like, Alden or Samantha's like, where's the rest of the ship? You know, so we have the opposite experience, kind of like Disneyland people coming to Disney World, like, oh, my gosh, the castle is huge. And it is big. It is much bigger and we kind of forgot that. A lot more walking on the ship, but it also means some amenities that you don't have on the Wonder and the Magic. But it was great. We had a very good time. We had three nights. We got there early. We rope dropped the parking garage. Anybody that's a rope dropper of the cruise ship knows yep. what that means. It, every great cruise starts in a parking garage. It does. It so. does. We've been there just like you, and it's, it's actually fun because you kind of meet the same type of people that you are, the Disney yeah. addicts, the ones that understand that it's you want to be first one ons to enjoy. You, you know, when you get there early, you get a couple extra hours. And I know you were in one of the first few groups, one or two. Boarding group two. Two? Boarding group one go. is like concierge. So like you kind of have to pay for that. I think platinum maybe. Um, but yeah, we were boarding group two on the ship super early. On the ship before Cabanas was open. Yeah, you know, that's, that's that's early, that's, but that's when you're only doing yeah. a three night cruise, every hour counts. And so here you are getting roughly an extra three hours before, you know, everyone else is on the ship. That's right. You know, we're walking back through the atrium like at three o'clock and people are still getting on board. And it's like, man, we've already like settled into the room, done this, done that, played some miniature golf, played a little ping pong, some foosball. We, you know, we hit it all up. Already and ate lunch at Cabana's, unlike those people who Cabana's already closed. But yeah, so we uh, got on the ship. We headed up to Cabana's. They opened a little bit after we got our table. We have a favorite table on the Dream Fantasy ships. It's like a round table booth with a palm tree. If you've been on them, you know what I'm talking about. No, exactly. It's great for families of five. So whenever we walk past one and there's like two people sitting at it, my kids give them a stink eye. So because that's a big table, the family of five need them, folks. And so we grab one of our favorite tables and then kind of the kids went their different directions to get their food. I think Michelle took Claire around. She doesn't quite go independently, but Alden, you know, comes back with like three crab claws or something like he doesn't even eat them. He just wants to look like he's a true cruiser. Like he takes like two bites and he's like, I don't like crap. Like every cruise, every cruise. All that's hilarious. Yeah, but it so, is a buffet. And that's one yeah. of my favorite ways to start any cruise is that Cabana's on the buffet. And uh, you kind of get your fill. And they did they try to push any drinks on you guys? Oh, yeah. They always ask you if you want the drink package and if you want the drink of the day. And we always politely say, no, thank you. Oh, and okay. I, you don't fall for that trick. Okay. You don't, no, we're, we're not big drinkers, so... Uh, a lot of people definitely buy the drink package and, you know, 
God bless them. It's a it's a good deal for some people, not for us. Uh, then we went and checked out the kids' clubs because that was one of the big things that we wanted to see on this ship was the addition of Star Wars to the kids' club. Yep. And we saw it. It you know Millennium Falcon. You can fly it. Alden did that for a little bit. The kids looked at Wait, it. You you didn't do it for a little bit. No, Derek. There was there was children around waiting their turn. I I felt like I didn't want to be that guy. Nope. I was I was that guy. But also we were the first ones in the kids' club. Opening. Yeah. We we didn't run straight down there, so we were a little later. We we were taking our sweet time getting down there. Um, I think after we did that, our room was ready. It was ready pretty early. Um, our luggage was there like within minutes, which was great because on our last cruise, it was like after the mustard drill, we're still waiting on luggage. So this was nice. Michelle kind of got things settled into the closet, the drawers, and uh, I started watching a goofy movie off of the on-demand, uh, the Dream of Fantasy. I believe the Magic now, after its recent dry dock, has on-demand movies like hundreds of movies i could probably go on a cruise and just watch tv on a little 20 inch tv screen that's but then terrible people make fun of me yeah i yes. shouldn't but so we watched a goofy movie you could do that on your cell phone anywhere right and then the kids complained like we don't want to watch this they didn't want to watch the goofy movie so then i don't remember what they picked out but it's something they'd seen a thousand times and so the goofy movie we'll watch maybe five minutes right well, fast forward two days when we're doing Disney Toon trivia and they play a song from the Goofy movie and we miss it. And I say, look, guys, it's on you. It's all on you. Making me turn that off. You guys got what? Second place on Disney Toon trivia? Yes, we got second that's, place. That's embarrassing. Was... You guys are like the back to back champs. Well, this was Toon trivia. We've never won Toon trivia, but we got second place. Um, to this couple, they were platinum and I don't know how they were like double platinum. There's no such thing, but I'm sure they were, they got everything right except a nightmare before Christmas song. Wow. Which we got that one just for the record. Like we got that. They didn't. Ha ha ha. So our stateroom, right? Yeah. I was going to go back. Cause one thing we did on our Twitter was we had a Twitter poll. On what yeah. you should decorate the door. And thank you, everyone who listened and voted on that. I know I voted was, and my vote won. Well, there was lots of votes. And so the poll was between like my traditional Disney Cruise decorations, um, Beauty and the Beast, because Beauty and the Beast is the new show on the dream, or Porgs. Just chewing the Porgs. Porg, pork, 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 the Porg. And what did the fine folks of Twitter pick for our door, much to Michelle's dismay? Porgs. Did and I have enough porgs on the door, Derek? You had about 20, and I loved <laughs> each and every one of them. You went as overboard as I could hope uh-huh. uh, with a rope drop radio sign and, of course, yep. some uh, St. Patrick's stuff since you were over yes. there on St. Patrick's Day. But, yes, there were plenty yeah. of porgs, and it porgs. made me smile. Lots of porgs. That's enough all thanks to that- Twitter. I'm pretty sure my wife, like, I thought every time we came back to the room, there'd be, like, one less porg because she'd just be throwing them away as we went. But, no, she left them there. All the porgs stayed. They all survived. Now, I was hoping you'd just slowly start putting them in your room, like, on the mirror in the morning or on the TV. 
You can stick them to the walls in the room, the oh, state yeah. room. And, Just cover, you know, like, hundreds of porgs. I was waiting for porgs to gradually move down the hallway. Middle school kids like to move some door decks around. I don't know if you've ever experienced that before. I didn't. We have seen that several times where, like, your door decks migrate. Um, and we've caught red-handed some middle school kids doing it a couple times on the fantasy. And so I expected some porgs to show up down the hall but we were in a very high trafficked area because we were aft we were very aft we were in let me get the correct type of stateroom here an 8d deluxe family ocean view stateroom with a large sit-in porthole there and, you go and how was that porthole and ocean view it was great so you're to get that room you're either very aft or very forward you don't have the balcony you have the same square footage in the room as the deluxe family rooms with the veranda, but you don't have the veranda. It sleeps five. You have the couch turns into a bed, the pull-down bunk, and then you have a bed that folds out of the wall, too, right in front of the window. And the kids fought over who got to be in the porthole whenever we're in the room, and then they'd like close themselves on the other side of the curtain, and then it'd be like 100 degrees in the porthole. I don't know how they didn't like die of heat. But they didn't. They loved it. Alden was the first one to break it in. He beat everybody to it. So we'll post some pictures of the room. Great stateroom. Great condition. No problems whatsoever. Our stateroom host, Norman, was spectacular. Every night, a great towel animal. Everything was to perfection. Uh, we got some runny noses partway through because kids do that after going to the kids club evidently on on our voyage and so we uh we ran out of kleenexes so he the next time he had like a stack of kleenex boxes but he didn't just give us like replace the kleenexes we got stacks that's smart i like yeah. it nice so, guy so you jumped into kids clubs let's uh move over to there real quick i know you have three kids eight ten twelve uh, get into that tween yep. area, but did uh -huh. they stay in the Oceaneers Lab and Club, or did uh, is Samantha they, starting to move up? Uh, no. She no. is antisocial. But she was on, and, and if you weird. didn't, it, by the way, she was on last week, and uh -huh. she did a wonderful job. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, give it a uh, give it a listen just to hear Samantha. Even though her grandmother told her she was too negative, but that's besides She's also point. 12. She's twelve. She's a twelve-year-old girl. Sassy. She's gonna, ugh, yeah. She's gonna tear you apart. So that's what she did to Universal at times. But uh, no, she doesn't like the edge because she's weird. She thinks middle schoolers are weird. I'm like, you are one, you know. And which they I, are middle yeah, schoolers are weird. So I, I think her people would be the ones going to the edge. I think she'd have a blast. But it was only three nights. We really have. We were so busy. Just didn't have much time to do that. The kids only went to the kids club for a little bit. Like we had to force them to go do it. Um, but they did midship detective agency oh, yeah. on their own without oh, us. On their own. Great. Yeah. We sent them on their way. We went to Palo. They went to the kids club for a little bit. Then they went to, they did midship. They finished one of those. Then they helped themselves to ice cream. Alden will tell us everything they do. It's spectacular. As he's telling us, then we got ice cream. Samantha says, Alden, we weren't going to tell him that. Like, good job, Alden. But all three of them had some old iPhones. Like, Claire's was super old. Like, it still had the wide plug-in. That's how old an iPhone she was toting around. So they could all text. And so we're getting various texts from them with, 
you know, when you give an eight-year-old the ability to text message, you just get emojis for and a if while. you've never been on a Disney cruise, this isn't like a normal text. It's oh. a in-app, in the Disney Cruise Line app. It's it's really cool. So that way you can link up with each other. Yeah, you can't call home stateside, nope. but it's really neat that it has the onboard navigator so you don't miss anything. And you can absolutely communicate with your children. And if yep. they're a little bit older like yours, yeah. it's wonderful. They can have a little bit of a run of the ship and you trust yeah. that they're safe yeah. and have a way to communicate. I mean, we have a 12 and a 10-year-old. so the, And they're pretty well behaved. I'll admit that at times, usually when we're not around. And they worked – they did well together. And, you know, with that app, you don't have to worry about them downloading something or using up all your Wi-Fi you pay for because it will only work in that app. So yep. it's a pretty good deal. So they uh, they had fun doing that, and then we got done with Palo. They were, like, back in the room the second we were done. Like, they were just waiting for us. They must love us or something. They want to do everything. Well, you do pay for them to go on Disney cruises. You know, I would I would, sure. I would, would love you more if you were paying for my Disney cruises. Mm, I'll have to consider that, that there. Sounds good. Well, let's uh, – you talked about Palo, and I want to get into food – but okay. let's start with yes. the main dining. You talked about cabanas a little bit, but let's talk about main dining. Right. So you have Royal Court, Animator's Palette, and Enchanted Garden. Those are those are your rotational dining. First night, we uh, we had a table to ourselves. We had a pretty nice table, too. First night, we were in Enchanted Garden, which was nice. It's a nice way to start. Met our service team. They were awesome. And only three nights, these two guys, um, Nick and I can't remember his name off the top of my head. They were awesome. They got to know us better than our our crews on the last few cruises that were significantly longer. Like, they had our drinks there and ready the night two and three. You know, first night, obviously not. But, I mean, the second night, they had our drinks ready. Um, they let me pre-order for the night next night because I have a allergy where sometimes they're like, Oh, we could pre-order, but ah, they're too busy. These guys always got it done. They were awesome. Probably our favorite service team we've had was on this wow. three night dream cruise. So that's pretty, pretty high praise. And they, you know, they harassed Claire. They forced Samantha to order off the adult menu one night. Uh, they cut up Alden's steak. They did everything. They did everything right, uh, but uh, oh, Nick and Linux. There you go. That's their names. They were awesome. They did great, and they did the you know magic tricks, the little brain teasers at the end. And it's kind of funny they're doing some of the stuff with the crayons on the table where they arrange them. Okay, now how do you do this? And then like our kids be like, well, you move this here and here. We've seen this, and so our kids taught them a couple that they've Ooh. learned on other cruises. So that was pretty neat. And then they, nice. but they did have other stuff that our kids didn't know. And so it was really good. We had, the food was all good as usual. You rotate through the three different restaurants. Uh, on a three night cruise, you don't get the pirate menu, which I'm going to be honest, not sad about pirate menus kind of, yeah, so, so, but yeah, we had a great time. They switched our tables with one of the other families in animators palette because they knew that would be the table that would get called on by crush. So Crush talked to Michelle. He uh, asked where we were from, and she said Nebraska. And he said, oh, you're from the Nebraska. Then he swam back over, and he's talking to another guy who was from the Tampa. 
And he's like, hey, Mike, do you know Michelle from Nebraska? Uh, no. Now you do. And then swam back over. Hey, Michelle, do you ever go to the Tampa? Do you want to go to the Tampa? Sure. And then he swam back over. Hey, Mike, is it okay if Michelle stays at your place when she's at the Tampa? It's So Crush hooked us up with a place to stay. In Tampa. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Uh, I love. That's actually one of my favorite restaurants in all of Disney. Not just you know, not just literally everywhere because yeah, I do love how Crush. Everything. Yep, Crush right. interacts with you. The fish. My kids, you know, being preschoolers, they could just sit for hours. And it's like it's like the one meal where they're not anticipating food or not like getting angry because they're hungry for their chicken nuggets. No, they're looking around and enjoying and interacting more than any other yeah. restaurant on property. I feel like. Yeah, and. The crush show that they do in there is spectacular. And they it have is. the moonfish entertaining mm-hmm. you with a guessing game. And Bruce swimming around. and Yeah, so our service team, top-notch. Those guys were awesome. So, you know, if you're on the dream, definitely worth asking about them. Because you can sometimes request some service teams. Who knows how long they'll be on the dream. They do move around from ship to ship. But food was great. That was great. Paolo was great good again we did brunch it was it was brunch i did not eat the caviar i'm not that fancy not that fancy still i still have yet to experience palo hopefully hopefully next time yeah there's always goals Derek. gotta have there are gotta have goals so uh after dining of course we want to talk about entertainment there is a new show i know you're a little saddened by what left? Yeah, I'm, I'm in you, the minority though. I know it. Yeah. It was funny. But it just it definitely needed yeah. refurbishment. And it's, I know Beauty and the Beast. It looks amazing for what I've seen. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are on the show. So, Disney Cruise Line recently has put some money into their stage shows, their new ones. Uh, they did Tangled on the Magic, then Frozen came on the Wonder. Now we got Beauty and the Beast. On the dream. Now, Aladdin has been on the fantasy for a while, and that's say that's comparable. However, in the three new shows, the amount of projection, the the quality of the props, the staging, the theatrics, you can tell all three of these shows were made along with some Broadway, little more Broadway-level talent. Definitely a notch above Aladdin. Aladdin was much more like what you saw at California Adventure, if anybody's seen that show. Yep, great show. Miss great, it. but it doesn't have the extra technical elements that you see. Like, they will light up, they'll use the whole theater and use projection mapping to tell the story. And they did that with Beauty and the Beast, and it's very much based off the live action movie. The biggest thing I think that upset Claire. Or Samantha was Philippe is not in it. The horse is just cut. He's just gone. There is no horse. But uh, yeah, other than yeah, that, those ho- horse actors on to, a ship, yeah. a little bit challenging. There's already enough things with clocks and you know candlesticks to deal with. But it was really good. Though, uh, well though done. the Frozen show does have Sven uh, and yes. done really well. Yeah, it does. So I think I like Tangled a hair better. Uh, but it was spectacular. I'm not skipping it. If I were to go on the dream in a month or two, I wouldn't skip it. Um, we did didn't you skip, you skip golden Mickey's. Didn't we you? did not skip golden Mickey's. All right. I, I, I love that dinner, show sitting at dinner and Claire's like, 
I want to see the Golden Mickeys. And we're like, really? We thought you wanted to go to Pluto's Pajama Party. No, I don't need to go to the Pajama Party. I want to go see the Golden Mickeys. So we went to the show and watched that. It was good. They've added, they've made some changes to it. Uh, a lot of great music. Uh, the best part about going to the show every night is you get to see your cruise director. And he was very good. I think it was Michael was his name. And he was funny, humorous for his five minutes on stage. The best part with him, though, was our Nassau day. That night, he gets back on, you know, gets up there. He's like, so I noticed a lot of people. When we got off the ship today, we were parked between two very specific ships from one other company. And I couldn't help but notice everybody looking at that ship. And he was talking about, like, giving a round of applause to your dining team, your housekeeping team. And then he said, and the maintenance crew. You know, the guys working on the ship all the time. And today you saw that. And, you know, look, you look over at this carnival ship that the kids, when it when we pulled up into the port, they're like, oh, my gosh, look at all the rust. Like, yep. It, it just, it looked, it was hurting. And he's like, I saw all these people. You look over here, you look back at our ship. You look over here. And then you look back at our ship. And then everybody started walking with a little more confidence. Like, yep, I'm on the Disney ship. It's true. Yeah. It's a true statement. I remember getting off in Nassau and seeing people painting on our ship. And I yeah. was just like, that, that's where do they need to be paying paying for that paint and those people? Is it doing anything? But Disney uh, cares. Disney goes yeah. the extra mile. There, uh, man, there was some there were some rough looking ships next to us. Yeah, Port we parked by a carnival one that was in need of some love, but you could tell it was like a hundred dollars a night type ship. Yeah. Too. There's some that you look at the price. You're like, how can they feed you and house you for that price? But well, and it's well the casino, they do on rust. It's whew. yeah. So he was funny. Our cruise director was great. Real entertaining. Uh, everything from the entertainment standpoint went good. We didn't have like, you know, a magician or anything like that because it was only a three night but uh, live music in the atrium, I forget the name of the duo, they were really good. We we really liked them compared to a few of the other artists that we've seen in the atrium before. So all around, we were happy with entertainment. The Dream does the character lines so much more efficient than the Wonder did in Alaska. Uh, my wife really liked that. We met a ton of characters, a lot of... A lot of characters. She loves her characters. I like when they do the character blast. The is it farewell? The see you gathering? real soon. See yeah. you real soon. That's just like I chaos for loved that. And and it was very yeah. I ended up getting like four or five characters in less than three minutes. So that's where like the kids get one line. I run and get another line. They come join me. Once they get there, I go get another one. We play this little leapfrog. All around, see. But how you're right; it's chaos for a few seconds because it's like everyone scatter, and, and it's like I don't know where to go. It, and it's like Chip and Dale were around the corner; I couldn't find them. And yeah, no, but that that is a really fun one. If you you got to experience that, especially if you want. If you missed a couple characters during their meet and greet times, that's really good. Yeah, that's where that we hadn't gotten Pluto yet because we did a lot of the family activities. We did a lot of things together. That's also why the kids didn't get to the kids club very much, is because we were doing a lot of family stuff. It was just the five of us disconnected, you know, a lot of family time. So it, we missed Pluto because of one of those activities. And so we were able to, the, Pluto was first Perfect. priority, you know, and then we got 
Donald. Alden asked him, where's your pants? He goes, I don't know. You know, then we were on to Daisy. Once again, where's your pants? And then she, like, blushes. And, yeah, it's a it's a good little, little time. Um, yeah, overall, the entertainment crew staff did good from Sailing Away Party to the See You Real Soon. It was great. Hey, let's let's talk about the pirates and fireworks at night. Did you enjoy those? Uh, about the same as usual. Jack Sparrow, come and that save the day. show is like five minutes longer than necessary. They run in circles. There, there is a story. It, you got it. Yeah. It, there's a story, but it, I think it's in the Avengers movie coming up. If It I'm, is. <laughs> it very much so is. And then all of a sudden I, it's used to make fireworks. Yeah. But the fireworks are great. And uh, hopefully your Jack Sparrow was as good as the one that oh, we yeah, had. It's spectacular. Um, but it's just... We've seen it enough times that the kids yep. are – we're just essentially waiting for the fireworks while watching that show. It's just filler. It's like let's just get to the fireworks. Every time I've seen it, it feels longer. We didn't get that show on our last cruise because we had the frozen freezing the night away. They don't mm-hmm. do fireworks in Alaska because of nature reasons. We don't want to disturb the wildlife, I guess, with explosions in the air. Um, but yeah, the fireworks are fun. Fireworks from a ship, it's not nearly as big or massive as what they do on land. But mm-hmm. something about it, knowing that you're moving out in the middle of the ocean, seeing fireworks is just cool. It so, is. I agree. And while we were waiting, I chatted with the guy that was next to us. They were from Iowa, so we got, you know, the neighboring states. We had a little chat. They were on their second cruise, so talked about the different ships and all that sort of stuff. There was very few platinum and gold people on this cruise it was a lot of a lot of first time cruisers it, well it is the perfect first time trip and alden decided that by wearing a gold lanyard people just ask you questions about where things are he decided that's why because one time i'm like do i look like i should be asked questions about things and i was like well dad you have a gold lanyard on so they know you've done it like, oh, solid point, son. Solid yeah. point. Ten-year-old logic, I guess. Got to listen to him every now and then. Smart kid. And he's been on the show before, about six months ago. I'm talking, talking about, about Kids Club. Yeah, he talking, talking about, about Cruise. He, he's a big cruiser. In fact, all your kids seem to love the cruise. Thank and it's you. great that you had a lot of family time. Real quick, uh, don't want to go too long, but maybe what was your number one family activity? Oh, boy, just... You know, we had great weather for Castaway. Mm-hmm. We haven't talked about that at all. No, and we're going to talk about that. Oh, one. I'm just like uh, non-Castaway non- fun thing. Non-Castaway. Maybe some karaoke or something. We didn't do that. We, you know, we love our trivia. Oh. We got, we did the tune trivia. And just our competitive nature. You know, the older two give Claire crap because she doesn't know anything. And then Claire winds up answering a question and, so we usually end up with some running joke that has lasted for years from every cruise. This one, it appears that there was a, the photographers come around at dinner to take your pictures. And one night he was kind of an odd duck. And I I don't know how this is going to come across on a podcast very well, but he was telling me and Samantha to lean together. And he just was like, "Uh, daddy, 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 oh, daddy. And we're like, what the heck is he saying? And so now Alden just randomly says, daddy, 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 daddy. Yeah, that that's going to be our running joke. I don't know if that worked on radio, Derek. I apologize. 
it's all right. We I'm, laugh every time somebody says it now. We're all every we, family's got those inside jokes. Yep, there's ours from the dream spring so break that, cruise. That's the best part of it. But the true best part is what I want to do, kind yeah, of finish the up day. the podcast about, and that is Castaway Key. If you've never been, it is experienced unlike any other, a whole private island to yourself. Well, well and all the other people 4, on the cruise ship. Friends. But yeah, you you guys I know were first ones on, probably or Probably last ones off. We were off the ship. I saw a picture. You it was like it was. I've never seen it not full. We were off the ship before the tram was running. We were probably the fourth, fifth family off. Fourth or fifth family off. Tram wasn't going yet. We had to walk, and of course, as we're halfway there, the tram zips past. But uh, we walked all the way over to Pelican Plunge, claimed our spot. Kids got in the water. They're the only ones in the water for a while. The next kids to show up kind of put their toes in. Like, that's cool. Most of the people on our ship were probably from Florida because it was spring break throughout central Florida as well. And uh, so our kids were the only ones in the water for a while. Then we waited. We rope dropped the water slides. Those didn't open for a while. And so there was us and like three other people. Alden was the very first one to go down the water slides at Pelican Plunge. So he was pretty excited about that. I don't know how many times Alden and Samantha went down the water slides at Pelican Plunge, but it was in the double digits. And nice. You have to swim out to yep. the platform. It is work. There is nothing easy about these water slides. And I was I did it like five times. And I was just like, see you guys. I'm going back over there with mom to sit on the beach. Claire did it. I don't even know that Claire did it once. She just hung out on the beach. So – we love our slides, Pelican Plunge. They spent some good time on the beach. And then we ate at Cookies, had a little barbecue and a burger. And uh, we did that right when it opened because Alden, Claire, and I had a noon reservation for the Castaway Rays. We were going to feed Stingrays and snorkel the swing Stingrays. So it was a little windy when we got off the ship. But by lunch, it was just gorgeous like chamber of commerce weather right so when we got off the ship we were one of the first ones there's a chalkboard that says island info and it was blank i almost took a picture to say like ah lots of info thanks disney cruise line you know just jokingly however when we get up to the window to check in for our excursion they're like oh the excursion was canceled today because of the wind that's like bummer what so we hurried through eating and at this point michelle has my phone and everything else except for my ID and our stateroom cards to get back on the ship. Because we're going to do the excursion and get back on the ship. And, like, I can't contact her say, well, this is canceled. And the kids, like, expected to go snorkeling. So then yeah. I rent snorkeling gear and then drag Claire out into the snorkeling lagoon. And it was the middle of the afternoon. And if you're going to snorkel. So it's packed. It's busy. If you're going to snorkel, go first thing because you get out yep. there and then you get some kid that like stands upright and flips their fins really fast so it stirs up sand so it's not crystal clear anymore. And So the snorkeling wasn't real great, but uh, it was exhausting. The kids had a blast, though. Alden would swim a little ways, and then I'd hear him going, <laughs> he's like talking through his snorkel. You know, about the one fish he's seen. And Claire then, like, wants to get over there. And then she swallows half the ocean and then coughs for five minutes. So they had a blast snorkeling. It, I don't think they were real upset after snorkeling. I was exhausted. Snorkeling with a five and a ten-year-old 
that don't snorkel very often is is a lot of work. But we saw the Minnie Mouse statue, and I was like, all right, once we saw that, we're like, all right, we're headed back in. I mean, we're a good 200 yards out into the water. And I pulled, I just towed him back in. I'm like, we're getting back in. Just towed him in. And uh, then we headed to the ship, and the plan was to meet Michelle up on the pool deck to do the aqueduct a few times. And we had to wait on them because they were just walking around the island, taking pictures, checking everything out. But we finished faster than we were supposed to, and I had no way to, no way to tell her. Yeah. So, and I forgot my waterproof camera at home, so I bought a disposable waterproof camera, which we still have to get developed. We'll see how the old film did. Film. I was just the, the kids were that like that technology you, from ten years ago. Why do we have to turn this after every picture? This is weird, Dad. I'm like, I know. There's this thing called a viewfinder. And, of course, I gave it to Claire for a minute. Those pictures should be. Those are going to be great. Can't wait to see those on social media. Totally worth the 27 exposures for Lord knows how much I paid for it at She Sells Seashells by the Seashore. Uh, Michelle did a little shopping while we were supposed to be feeding stingrays. I don't understand. What do stingrays care about wind? I'm just going to say that, Disney. That's no idea. My only my only complaint about the whole Some trip safety is that thing. Who knows? I don't know. And it was just gorgeous. We had great weather, even though it was bad enough to cancel things. But it was great. We had a good day on Castaway. Got back on the ship, uh, did the aqueduct a couple times before the line started to really grow. And yeah, great day at Castaway. And then the worst part is that it all has to come to an end. Yeah, it did. And then we were packing up clothes, getting the luggage in the hallway, um, settling up accounts, that sort of stuff. Actually, I settled the count mostly the night before. I did that the previous night. We got a little extra for the servers because they were awesome, that sort of stuff. But it was, it was a good trip, Derek. We had a great time. I know I was jealous. I had to live vicariously through your text messages. You know, and Alden ate an entire turkey leg on Pirate Night at the That's impressive. Night cafe. And then um, a few hours later threw the whole thing up because oh, he ate an go. entire turkey leg at 11 o'clock at night. So parents beware of your 10-year-old son's ingesting. You know, I don't know how many pounds of meat that is, but... I mean, it's the size you do eat thing. on a cruise. I put on 10 pounds a year ago on the Disney Dream that I still haven't lost. Yeah, so you it's... will if, – if people ever get worried about going hungry or there not being enough food or drink, don't ever worry because cool. you will eat until you're saturated. There's always room service if yep. you're too worried. And you get that Mickey bar from room service and you're set – yeah, he ate the entire turkey. It was so gross. He's holding on to it. It's just grease dripping down like his arm. Oh. Other girls are like, ugh, 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 while we're eating our crepes. Pirates, by the way, like tacos, crepes, and turkey legs. Makes sense. You know who else likes turkey legs, tacos, and crepes? Uh, Star Wars buffet and mm-hmm. uh, freezing the night away. Crazy. I... Wow, sounds like yeah. a Cisco helping someone else type thing. But I don't think Cisco has anything to do with those turkey legs. No, just... <laughs> I, they're frightening. I did. I I poked at one, and I was like, nope, nope, nope. I did would it not... move? Turkey leg is nope. still moving. Uh, it was. I would not have slept for like two days after ingesting that much Ugh. meat. Oh, he just devoured it. Like, son, don't. Well, he's also not just wait till he gets to that 
tween and teenager and he's only eating on cruises. Yeah, I have friends kids that are just like we go to the buffet every day and eats like thousands of calories. Yeah, so. like we can't go to Disney World at that point. You need the Disney cruise. Yep. Only but or if you go to Disney World, it's only buffets. Oh, yeah. Good point. All right. Well, your trip sounds amazing. I'm so glad you got to have a fun spring break. I know it was only 3 nights. Uh, but it's not your last cruise. You already have your next one booked. You know, Do you want to share that? Well, yeah, one highlight might have been adding a placeholder while we were on the ship. You get, Always do that. Yep. 10% off. 10% off your next sailing. If it's not a blacked out type of cruise, there's some holidays and things that are blacked out. And you sometimes you get uh, onboard credit and some other little perks like maybe half a deposit depending on how big a cruise it is so we applied that to a 2019 mediterranean cruise so it was a mediterranean cruise does that just sounds crazy it it really does especially with three children we'll see by then they might be really ready for the edge yeah well yeah samantha won't be able to go to the vibe yet because she'll almost be 14 Almost. So Alden's super excited about the edge because they have a foosball table, Dad. Did you see that? They have a foosball table in the club. They have a foosball table. If he told me about the foosball table one more time during those three nights. I think you I'm, need to get a foosball table. I don't think so. I think you need one because I'll come over and play it. You can play Alden all you want. Done. So we're the same height already, so it just, <laughs> it'll work out. I can stare him in the eyes. He's really bad at foosball too. So Even better. Yeah. Because so am right. I, but I do enjoy playing. So, all right. Guess good tip. Final tip of the conversation. There is a foosball table at the edge. Right. So if you so if you have that tween a little worried about maybe not wanting to do a cruise, just let them know there's foosball. a foosball table. Yeah. I will Done. say on our disembarking day, um, you get up, you eat breakfast where you ate dinner the night before at 6.45 a.m. if you have early dining. We were off the ship at Alamo, getting our rental car at 7.37 a.m. is when I signed the paper for our rental car. So we were in Orlando by like 8.30 a.m. with nothing to do till a flight at 3 o'clock. So we went to Disney Springs where we learned nothing opens until 10. Oh, <laughs> Another bonus thing to learn. Yeah, I know yeah. for us, we were able to get off the ship about 7.30, and we were uh, at the Contemporary by 8.45 and walking into uh, Magic Kingdom by like 9.10. So you yeah. can do it. People always debate, can I throw a Disney day in there? You totally can. Yeah. Just got to get up early and force yeah. your kids, you know. Well, you gotta get up early to get off the ship. Anyway, that's true. It's just the might as well get up a little bit extra early. The willpower to keep moving Mm -hmm. after you get off the ship. So, the drive, I we rented a car this time. The drive back to Orlando was pretty easy. We also stopped by Pop Century. We said we were meeting some friends for lunch. They're like, "All right, go on in," and you know, so we went and we got a snack from the food court and kind of walked around checked out some things and then uh or maybe art of animation we went to art of animation i take that back not pop century art of animation i mean they're right there next to each other touching so looked at some skyway construction that was exciting one of the kids is like why are they building it in a lake like excellent question it's a great location oh it's wonderful right between the two resorts yep 
spectacular idea, but they're like, that seems like a lot of unnecessary work to build in a lake. I'm like, probably is. Probably is. Become an engineer and let me know. Yep. I, I'm, I'm just hoping it works. Yeah, it looks spectacular. And, and doesn't, yeah, it doesn't have breakdowns or anything. It's just so. crazy to think that's not going to be open for so long because they already have poles up with everything. Yeah, I've seen on, it when like, we were there. I saw, yeah, the poles yeah. for, uh, but you know what? I bet there's so much safety regulation stuff that goes yeah. into those. And especially it's Disney. They're going to have it checked and checked and tested. I mean, I bet it's running for a month plus before He's saying that they don't want it. the door to come open. Mid oh, like it happened at a uh, uh, monorail, uh, monorail yeah. a couple months back. Now they have stickers. Don't lean on the monorail. On. Clearly don't lean on the door. On yep. Someone did. No Ruin it for the rest of us. No one's ever leaned on a monorail nope. door before that. Now is the time. Yeah. It's, yeah. So, we had a good day and then went and caught our flight, uneventful flight, and we were home and get the kids in bed and ready for start, school. Start planning your next one. That's right. So there we go. Well, great trip report. Definitely. Best part for me was that the Porgs won and the Porgs were on the door. Yeah. So if you need any extra Porg decals know. for your next cruise, I Doug might have a couple. I got them. I could send them your way. Uh, I have some Porgs. Uh, of course, if you ever want a rope drop radio, we'll send magnet, it your way as let well. Me know. Just message me on Twitter or Facebook. We'll hook you up with a rope drop magnet. Yep. I know. Well, and shout out to Joe from yeah. back to the mouse.com. He put one, he's on a cruise right now and he's got a rope drop radio magnet on his door. Yes, so thank you, Joe. And lights. Joe and lights. He went, he he went to the next God. level. He's like, yep. like, he bam. beat you. He Damn. saw what you did and was able to go and take it up. So now, now for my next cruise, I got to figure out how to go above that. Get a strobe light and a disco ball. Done. I will make <laughs> it happen. Well, if you are thinking about planning a Disney cruise or want to get a free quote, maybe the next spring break, you never know. It's always a good time to start planning one. Usually they do sell out. So definitely you want to talk to Michelle McKnight and she'll get you all hooked up on the right ship for the right place. And uh, maybe you want to go with Doug to the Mediterranean because I know that's where I want to be going in 2019. Is it, is it Derek? I'm not going. No, okay. actually, I want to go to Star Wars. Yeah, okay. All my money is going to Star Wars. Maybe 2020. Maybe. Need the baby to get past. A three. little older for yes. the Mediterranean. Yeah, yeah not fl- never mind. You're right. Never fl- Not flying international with the baby. <laughs> So uh, anyway, definitely talk to Michelle. Her email is in the show notes. Of course, subscribe to this podcast, whether you're listening on Stitcher or iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much. And be sure to like and subscribe on Facebook and Twitter. But for Doug McKnight, I'm Derek Sassman. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.